Welcome everyone to Tamriel Adventures, a show bringing you information from all across the far reaches of Tamriel. I am your host, Eric Rosilior, and today my merchant friend and I are on a boat that is on its way to the Somerset Isles. Merchant, how are you doing today? Oh, 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 oh. Please don't talk to me right now, because you don't feel good. Okay, um, so I guess we will let him adjust to the tide. Um, yeah, I guess he uh, doesn't handle the ocean very well, but there isn't really another way to get to the Somerset Isles. The good news is, is that elsewhere is very close to Somerset, so we will be within spitting distance of your home. So, so uh, yeah, <laughs> let's let's leave him alone and get into the news. All right, so there has been a little bit of news, not a ton. The first bit of news is about GamesCon. So GamesCon is just around the corner, and starting with the opening night live produced by Jeff Kiley, I think is how you pronounce his name, K-E-I-G-H-L-E-Y, starts on August 27th, followed by three days of English and German streams and shows. So another game convention, uh, Bethesda's got a booth, so I think that's pretty cool. Um, the other bit of news has to do with Elder Scrolls Online. So if you have like a player house, you can now create it into a bustling home. So there's a free update, uh, update 27, a game, base game patch. So it's called Character Pathing. And it allows you to specify a unique path for almost all of your collected assistants, mounts, and pets to follow through your house. With this update to the homestead system, the team wants to help make your homes feel more alive than ever in a way that was both accessible and encouraged creativity. This is actually really cool because otherwise, like, I don't have any assistance for my homes, but I do have you know, non-combat pets and stuff like that. So I've placed cats and dogs and stuff like that in my house and they don't do anything. They just sit there. They just, they're stagnant in one place. So the fact that they're now going to be able to roam around your house and do stuff like that, that's pretty cool. So yeah, I am all for this. So Basically, what you do is you place a character in your home and then using the new tool, assign them paths. So let's say you've got a Ferrari the smuggler in your home. So with this update, you now have a new option. So you target her and go into housing editor and create a path. And once you press that button, you'll see the path node beneath Ferrari or whoever you choose and another path node held in your hand like a furnishing. So each individual character, you can place up to 30 of these around anywhere around your house. And once you've confirmed the path, they'll walk each one automatically. So you can add wait times for them to path, to pause on, you know, on each node for three seconds up to three minutes. And you can also choose how fast they approach them from a leisurely walk to a fast sprint. So 
I'm all for this and it looks like the update happens today, August 24th on PC, Mac, and Stadia and September 1st for Xbox One and PlayStation 4. So I'm excited to see how that works. Like I said, otherwise I've got pets. I don't have any assistance. And if this doesn't happen, then they'll just sit there like a chest or something. So cool. I'm excited to see that. So let's take a short break and then let's talk some Altmer. Stay tuned and I'll see you on the other side. Alright guys, welcome back after that short little break. So I completely forgot to mention my gameplay. So I streamed a bit of ESO. Um, I think it was like the next couple of days after I posted the last episode. So I got the Morrowind chapter. So I was playing that a bit and it was wonderful. I now have the digital collector's edition of Greymore. So that also includes the Somerset and elsewhere chapters. So I now have all the chapters. So I'm definitely going to be streaming more of that. So definitely check out my Twitch feed for that. Um, I also have been playing Skyrim on stream. So I got the... Um, the special edition of Skyrim so that was still on sale with the QuakeCon deal so that was on sale for like 50% off or something like that so I was like hell yeah let's do it so definitely keep a lookout for that I'll be playing more of that also Um, I haven't just been playing Elder Scrolls though I obviously have been playing a lot of Fallout 76 So, I do have the rest of the... I've got New Vegas and 3 and 4 also, but I've mainly been playing 76. So, Meat Week has been taking place with Fallout 76, and I wasn't able to do that before, but it is a lot of fun. So, basically what you do is you go to the event spots for uh, Primal Cut events and just defeat these waves of monsters and usually there's a pretty dangerous one at the end like a sheep squatch or a death claw or a really nasty snallygaster something like that so here, here's the thing about meat week those events are fun if you have help but if you're taking them on by yourself it is a pain in the ass but more often than not i had help with these like i remember i was doing one that had a bunch of yaogwai which are mutated grizzly bears and i was killing these things on my own and then some guy like and I, well they were killing me too but somebody showed up and had this like gamma uh, energy gatlin gun and was just laying waste to everything including um, the sheep squatch that showed up and this guy not only had that Gatlin gun 
that gamma energy Gatling gun, but he also had the marsupial serum. So he was jumping up like 30 feet in the air while taking this stuff out. So <laughs> that was pretty awesome. So once you complete these events, you get some primal cut meat and you take it to Graham and Chowie the Moo Moo. Uh, Graham is a super mutant, but he's a friendly super mutant who talks about how much he loves Meat Week, how much he loves Chowie the Moo Moo, which is his Brahmin companion, um, two-headed cow, for those of you who aren't familiar with Fallout. Um, and just talks about how much he loves Meat Week, how much he loves Chowie the Moo Moo, and how he can't wait to throw a cookout. So once the time comes, which is the top of every hour, within a few minutes, like you have to be there. Otherwise you won't be able to you won't have time you cook the meat and you get legendary script so you can get some legendary weapons or armor and um yeah it's a lot of fun and it happens every hour for a week i believe yesterday was the last day for it so the good news is is it happens every now and then like it's not a one-time thing it comes back so i can't wait for the next meat week that was a hell of a lot of fun um, I bought plans for brick walls for my camp. So I've been making some changes to my camp too. I've been adding a third floor and then changing, gradually changing the wood walls to brick on my camp. Um, I need some more concrete though. So hopefully my collectron will collect more concrete. So, um, trying to think there was something else um I, <laughs> one of the spawn sites for this meat week event was right next to my camp so i was doing one on my own um for, at that spot and the legendary or the deadly beast at the end it wasn't coming to where i was turns out it was at my camp battling my turrets and beckett my um Raider companion. So, <laughs> um, oh yeah, there was one yesterday where there was a bunch of uh, honey beasts, which are giant wasps, um, that were at this spawn site. the The funny thing about that one was this guy had a camp right there that had some missile turrets that were helping me out, also. So that was a lot of fun. So, like I said, can't wait till the next meet week. Um, if you want to join up with me in either ESO or uh, Fallout 76, if you play on Xbox, I'll tell you how to do that at the end of the episode. So, that really has been my gameplay. Um, I've also been playing Injustice 2. Um, I haven't streamed that yet, but... Uh, my wife wanted to surprise me with that, and it was a great surprise. Uh, I played the first one, but I'd never played the second one, and she took a shot in the dark um, whether or not I had it or not. Turns out I didn't, and it's been fun, so I may stream that also. Um, I'll tell you how to check out my stream at the end of the episode. So, All right, enough rambling about my gameplay. Let's get into the Altmer. So the Altmer, as far as they're concerned, are the most direct descendants of the Aldmer, the ancient, the original elves, um, original quote unquote. We don't know that for sure, 
but they um, are they self-titled themselves as the cultured people and that in itself should give you a hint as to how they view themselves but they are a tall golden skinned race hailing from the somerset isle and as i said they're known as high elves by the denizens of tamriel in the empire high is often understood to mean proud or snobbish which again kind of gives you a hint as to um, how they view them you near know, how everybody else views them at least as the altmer generally personify these characteristics the quote-unquote lesser races generally resent them yeah if you're treated like shit i would kind of resent you also so the altmer live two to three times as long as humans with a 200 year old altmer being old and a 300 year old altmer being very very old altmer can consider themselves to be the most civilized culture of tamriel and the common tongue of the continent is based on Altmer's speech and writing. Most of the empire's arts, crafts, and laws and sciences are derived from Altmer traditions. The Altmer are most strongly gifted in the arcane arts of all the races, and they are very resistant to diseases. However, they are somewhat vulnerable to magic, fire, frost, shock, which makes them very weak at their strongest point, which is magic. So, yeah, in pretty much every Elder Scrolls game uh, before um, Skyrim, their greater power m- gave them more available magic, like twice as much available magic, but also they had a high weakness to magic. Skyrim kind of did away with that, and so they just regenerate their magic really, really quickly. But... Um, yeah, so their their strongest point is magic, but also their weakest point was magic. They are among the longest living and most intelligent races of Tamriel. They often become powerful magic users due to their, both their magical affinity and many, many years they devote to their studies. So, as I mentioned earlier, Altmer are thought to be the most direct, unaltered descendants of the original Aldmer elves. And the tradition, sorry, transition from one to the other is not very clear. The Altmer seem to have changed by staying the same. When the Aldmer left their home island of Aldmeris, most, if not all of them, settled first on the Somerset Isle, or in the Somerset Isles. Most of their history is lost or hidden, but it is known that many unique ruins and structures, notably the Kapora Tower, predate the Aldmeri arrival by at least several hundred years. Then they likely warred with the Slot of Thross and many other unknown creatures for control of the Somerset in ancient times. At some point, they came together to form and formed the Crystal Tower as a monument to the spirit of their race. And it is the pinnacle of magical learning until the construction of the Arcane University. Social classes among the Aldmer would lead to a series of immigrations from the Somerset Isle to regions all over Tamriel, notably under the prophet Valoth, which would lead to the great diversification of elder races such as the Chimer, the Bosmer, the Orsmer, the Aeliads. And it's not exactly known when or where the Dwemer and Snow Elves emerged, but they're believed to have a common ancestry. 
Many different, often corroborating legends claim that the changes of each race were a result of differences in their worship of the deities. Yeah, I'm pretty sure <laughs> uh, if you go back to my earlier episodes, most of the... Uh, I'm trying to think of the right word here. The uh, groups of people that broke away from the... Aldmer and the Altmer basically are like, you guys are stuck up a-holes. We're leaving. So yeah, usually it's because they don't agree with the culture of the Aldmer or the Altmer, one or the other. So and then there you go. While mainland Tamriel experienced many problems and sagas during the first and second era, the sea isolated the Aldmer Sorry, sorry, the Altmer of Somerset, and the Altmer had to accept the ascension from the Empire to the assistance from the Empire to survive. The Altmer remember these incidents with shame and horror, and likely contributed to the recent social unrest among their youth. As we mentioned, they are very proud people. So yeah, it must have been very humbling for them to have to accept assistance from the empire <laughs> but shame and horror horror especially i'm like oh, come on guys at the time the crystal tower was built in the merithic era the elves of somerset had a relatively egalitarian society though social stratification slowly developed into a rigid hierarchy of classes over the millennia i'm not really going to get into the aldmer aldmeri dominion um at all if you wanted to take a look at that go check out my altmer sorry my uh, thalmor episode which is pretty early on in the archives so uh yeah there were actually three different incarnations of the aldmeri dominion so definitely go check out that episode so i was still that was during my skyrim series leading up to the release of graymore so <clears throat> Let's see. There are the wise, which are teachers and priests. They became the highest Ecleon, followed by artists, princes, warriors, landowners, merchants, workers, and enslaved beasts such as goblins. That's their hierarchy there. Early literature by man painted the elves, and the high elves in particular, in poor light, though the impartiality of these accounts is questionable. It was suggested that the Altmer practiced eugenic infanticide, putting to death nine in ten of their newborn due to impurities. And if that doesn't tell you how rigid and uh, proud they are of being pure, I don't know what else would. Nine in ten newborns were put to death due to impurities. Hopefully that's not still practiced, but you never know. So their Altmeri names are simply combinations of numbers in their own language. And that Altmer culture revolves around displaying social status. All they care about is social. If you play the Somerset um, chapter in ESO, you'll see a lot of this. Um, even they don't even care for Altmer born outside of Somerset. You have to be an Altmer born on or in the Somerset Isles for them to really even look 
in your direction. How they can tell whether or not an Altmer is born on Somerset, I have no freaking clue. But somehow they do. So um, some of their um, social status views has basis in fact. Altmer born with deformities or impurities are abandoned by their parents as Hawking, uh, sometimes raised by priests of Stendar, and the full name of an Altmer is relatively extensive, detailing their patrinial and matrinial histories in addition to their history of their clan. The creation myth of the Altmer begins before the start of the Dawn Era and the beginning of time. The primordial force of Anu, stasis of order, created Anuil, the soul of all things, so it could know itself. Anuil, in turn, created Sithis for the same purpose, who was the force of change and chaos and the sum of all the limitations and their interrelation created a new bit a nerve i'm sorry a rubis sorry i don't know why that was so hard for me to read where there were the original spirits the adra and the daedra emerged before the creation of mundus the adra more most of the or a lot of the adra are a part of the nine divines so you know akatosh stendar you know kenrith and uh, the daedra i'm pretty sure we know who the daedra are the ancient Aldmer believe that they are relative, the relatively feeble descendants of the Adra. They hold themselves in that high regard. Adra roughly translates to ancestor spirit. Aspects of those Adra who populated Mundus so that it might at last despite Lorcan's deception. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a lot of heavy stuff here as far as the creation myth so um yeah definitely um check out the this page if you are interested on the uh, creation myth as their hierarchical hierarchical society developed the lower class stopped worshiping their own lesser adra in favor of those claimed by their social betters Thus, the Altmer pantheon slowly formed around the most popular and well-known Adra, including Ariel, Trinimax, Cerebane, Feinster, Magnus, and Ephraim, many of whom would be incorporated into the Nine Divines. The transition and choices have not gone without detractors. Change always has its detractors, but you know, what can you do? As mentioned, whenever a substantial minority had some sort of socio-political and theological disagreement with many in Somerset Isles and Dawn era, the descendants would leave and usually go become other races of Myrrh. However, sometime in the Merithic era, one early group of descendants who opposed the evolution to the tra sorry, traditional Altmer pantheon left the mainland of Somerset and remained quintessentially Altmer. The Sidgics decided to follow the mystical old ways of Aldmeris and broke away to the settled to settle Artanum, the third largest island of the isle, though they apparently managed to stay friendly with the snubbed mainland brethren, and it's assumed they used their advanced magic to help protect the Altmer in times of strife. A leader of the Sigics, Rite Master Lacaeus, or yeah, Lacasis, apparently I think it, or is it Icasis? I can't tell if it's an I or A, I think that's a capital I. Icasis, I apologize, 
Apparently, it led them throughout the entire first era, about three thousand years, giving some indication of the potentially the potential longevity of the Altmer. In recent times, for Altmer, the last several hundred years, the younger Altmer have been pushing for social reform, an unusual phenomenon for people who are used to descendants simply leaving. But there are few, if any, places left to go at this point. Some change has already taken place. For the first time ever, the Altmer have started letting other races and cultures come to their shores. Some have even been allowed to rise to the ranks of nobility in Somerset. Many young rebellious Altmer have turned to the Sidics for guidance, somewhat ironically consulting to their their distant past. For a path to the future, while some militant radicals have turned to terrorism. Yeah, so um, that is the end of the、uh, history and culture of the Altmer. Like I said, I'm not going to get into the Aldmeri Dominion. If you want to take a look at that, go check out my episode on the Thalmor. Which, as I said, was really early on. So next week, sorry,、um, my merchant friend, I am going to be talking about the Dwemer. <gasps> But you, you said you're, you're going to do the Kashit next. No, I didn't say I'm going to do the Kashit next. I said I'm saving the best for last, and I got a deal for you. Oh yeah. What's that? So I'm not gonna just do one episode on the Kajit. I'm actually gonna do two. So as I said, next I'm gonna do the Dwemer, and then after that I will do not one but two episodes on the Kajit. The first episode is going to be about the different varieties of Kajit. So if you've played the Elsewhere expansion, you'll see several different kinds of Kajit. There are some that are That look kind of normal, like you would expect, but they're huge. There's the centrot, which basically look like they're they're they are on four legs, but they're also huge. There's the alfique, which are look like little tiny house cats. There's quite a few different varieties of pigeons. So that'll be the first episode before I get into like their history and their culture. Um. At, and then after that,、um, that'll probably be the end of the、uh, racial episodes, and I'll probably get into like the Adra and the Adra. So something to look forward to.、Um, thank you once again to the Hive for sponsoring this episode.、Uh, that's about it. So if you want to get a hold of me. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter at Tamrielic P and Instagram at Tamrielic Adventures. You can find me in game on、uh, Xbox and PC. Xbox at Sulior and、uh, I believe my PC is EE Gold E E G O L D. You can also find my Twitch stream if you want to check me out, give me a follow, help me on my path to affiliate.、Um, my 
It's uh, twitch.tv slash Sulior. And stay tuned. As I said, my next episode will be on the Dwimmer. Also, don't forget to check out my other podcast. It's called Nintendo. Uh, it's like Nintendo, but with an F at the end. I give you the info on Nintendo. So I've been going through the uh, Fire Emblem series. I'm doing a series on that, so definitely check that out. Uh, Thank you to the UESP Wiki, as always, for the information. And, as always, stay safe, adventurers.